This is Rob Goldstone, editor of Current Directions in Psychological Science. Our guest today is Dr. Matthias Almont, professor in the Department of Psychology at University of Zurich in Switzerland. He is the author of the recently published article, Personality Change Through Digital Coaching Interventions. Your article begins with a supposition that might be surprising to some people that it's possible to change one's personality. People might think that personality is immutable. Once you're an adult, your personality seems basically set. What makes you think that personality change is possible? And why, why might somebody bother with even trying to change their personality in the first place? Well, I can imagine that this idea that personality traits can be changed might be surprising to many people. But I think there are several reasons why I believe that personality change is possible. For example, we know from observational studies across longer time periods that personality traits are malleable and, and do change across the entire lifespan. So personality development seems a lifelong process. It's not only completed at a certain age or stage of life. And there's also some research showing that life events or experiences can lead to changes in personality traits as well, especially if you look at individual changes rather than average changes. And there's also some research, uh, more intervention research with a focus on clinical intervention studies and these, uh, this is a meta-analytical review, and this meta-analytical review has shown that clinical interventions with the focus to change, like uh, physical symptoms, etc., can also change personality traits. So it seems that there is also a transfer effect uh, on, from clinical interventions to personality traits. I have another argument. Uh, I suspect that people do not really suffer from their normal personality, but that there is definitely a desire to change aspects of personality. So some research, some recent research has shown that when people are asked if they want to change their personality, an impressive number of people, they said, yes, they would like to change their personality. So it seems that there is a motivation or, or a desire. I, I don't know why exactly? Maybe personal growth or things like, like that or self-optimation. You told me that personality change is possible and desirable, at least for people's subjective experience. So how is it generally achieved? For example, what are the roles of motivation, habit formation, and reflection? Mm -hmm. Well, first, I want to emphasize or make clear that changing personality is not an easy task at all. It is time consuming. It requires great motivation to change, and it goes beyond just changing a single behavior. So I personally believe that for intended personality change, people should be truly motivated, or at least motivation to change should be part of the intervention effort already early in the intervention. Now, based on ideas how we can change personality or achieve change in general, I think there are different pathways how change can be achieved. If I want to change, I have to leave 
the comfort zone. So that's an important point. In other words, I should be motivated to change. But it's not only about motivation. I have to work for change. That is, I have to explore and learn new behaviors or train already modified behaviors. And for change to be happen, new behaviors should be repeated multiple times. On the, on the other hand, I think that change does not come or does not come only through practice and doing. It is also important to learn from failures and successes in working to change your personality. So there are really different pathways. In your article, you lay out four processes that are key for implementing personality change. Can you describe what these are and maybe give uh, some example interventions that would fit them? Yeah, thanks. First, I would like to give a little bit background about those broad uh, factors. When I started to think about Interventions to change personality traits, there were no conceptual models of how we could target normal personality traits through interventions. However, there is an extensive literature on processes and outcomes of clinical interventions and also psychotherapy. So the first step was then to ask what can we learn from this literature for the, for the field of personality change? Can we learn something from, from this uh, uh, literature, clinical literature for personality development. And in our intervention framework, we focus on four general change factors or principle based on this clinical literature. So the first factor, we call that factor discrepancy awareness. And the idea, the basic idea is that personality traits can be most effectively targeted for change when people explore gaps between their desired and actual personality. And one particular or one specific intervention task is just to remind people why they want to change. That's one uh, simple, simple but also hard approach. Another task is to give them regular progress feedback to raise awareness about their actual status on their process to change. The second factor is activating strengths and resources. What does this mean? This is a more supportive change factor. The basic idea here is that people uh, who want to change their personality, they, they already have existing skills, interests, social relationships, but also other traits and other strengths and resources that we can use to promote personality change. This could, for example, be done with a change team to support or motivate you as needed, or for example, with a resource diary to help identify individuals' strengths in daily life. Now we have two additional factors. The third factor refers to targeting thoughts and feelings to achieve insight. So the basic idea of this learning factor or learning oriented factor is to promote personality change through reflection on behaviors, experiences, but also opportunities to show new behaviors or learned behaviors. This can, for example, be done through greater self-reflection, but also through other ways in thinking, try to understand behaviors, etc. And the final broad factors is targeting behaviors to be practiced. The idea 
here of this action-oriented change factor is to learn new or modified behaviors and skills or learn to behave in new social roles, etc. Behavioral activation, for example, is a intervention, it's a clinical intervention that can be used in this field on personality development to promote new or modified behaviors and engagement with activities. You described the potential role of mobile devices like smartphones in effectively changing personality. Why do smartphones make for such promising uh, digital coaches, as you call them? Mm -hmm. First, I would like to uh, shortly define digital coaching. What is digital coaching? It, it's a form of coaching in which a digital coach or, or a chatbot is used to facilitate the coaching dialogue or to support the coaching process. That's the basic idea of digital co coaching. And I think that mobile devices such as, um, for example, smartphones, tablets, etc., are particularly attractive tools for digital coaching for several reasons. I would like to focus on two points. First, because people typically keep their smartphones near them all the time, you can intervene more frequently and with more intensity in their daily lives of people. So that's, that's a really important point. Uh, you might go to a coach or a consultant once a week or twice a month, but with a digital coach, this digital coach is always there for you to provide guidance, support, and to coach you if you're interested to, to be coached. The digital coach, send, for example, can send you questions to think about or suggestions for behavioral or other activities or provides you with knowledge in your everyday life context. So that's completely different than coaching in the lab or in a a specific room. The second point, the second argument for using mobile devices for digital, for coaching is smartphones um, are also promising because they allow to measure people's behaviors, experiences repeatedly. And if needed, also passively to mobile sensing by using um, um, different sensors from the smartphones, etc. And one important point is that the smartphone or the digital tool can give you automatic reminder in your everyday life and also automatic progress feedback. And I think these are really important points that goes beyond classical coaching situation. So you conducted a study using smartphones asked digital coaches that I wanted our listeners to hear about. Can you briefly say what happened in that study and what your results were? Uh, sure, I would like to talk about our main uh, study with the digital coach with the name PEACH. It's an acronym for personality coach. So the main goal of that study was to examine whether and how people can change personality traits through digital coaching intervention. So we have developed this digital coaching app called Peach, and we wanted to examine whether this digital coach can help people to change their personality traits if they are motivated to do so. so um, this digital coaching app was developed 
to support and coach people who wanted to increase or decrease in one particularly personality trait. So it was possible, for example, to become more conscientious or less conscientious, but it was not possible to be become more neurotic. For ethical reasons, that was the only um, change goal that was not uh, available in the digital coach. And during three months of coaching, the app reminded people about their specific change goal. They provided behavioral tasks, suggested self-reflection exercises, provide knowledge about personality traits and personality development, etc. And now in a randomized controlled trial with more than 1,500 participants, we examined the effects of the intended personality change in a non-clinical sample. Those participants were mostly students from the University of Zurich and also the Technical University in Zurich ETH. Um, we found that the intervention group showed greater changes than the control group. The control group was a um, one month waitlist control group. So they waited for just one month and then they received the, the same intervention. So there was a change, there was a difference between the two groups and changes also aligned with intended goals for change. Those people who wanted to become more conscientious, they also became more conscientious. The same is also true for extraversion or those who wanted to become more emotionally stable, less negative emotionality, they also were able to change in this desired direction. It was also interesting to see that observers also perceived personality change, but um, the reported changes were less pronounced compared to the self-reported results. Um, it was also interesting that those changes were stable uh, or persisted until three months after the end of the intervention. So in, in, in some, these first findings indicate that it seems possible to successfully modify personality traits, at least with digital coaching, but it's a first start. Um, we'll see in the future, we should replicate all those findings. Okay, I've got to ask them, have you personally used Peach yourself? Was yeah, there anything I, in your personality that you wanted to change? Uh, did it help? Uh, yeah, not the entire three months, but uh, I used Peach, I, I think, approximately for half or just one month or a little bit more. And yeah, it was, it was interesting to see that... Uh, that I thought more about changes, my behaviors, experiences in daily life. So it, it was really a, a great experience. Okay, great. So that's all the time we have for our conversation with Matthias Almont. Thank you very much, much uh, Matthias, for the, the really stimulating conversation. Thank you, Rob. <laughs>